What's up, everybody? Welcome back for episode 73 of the Half Gen Podcast. Ross, how are you? Uh, a little tired. Had a busy, busy day, but I'm here, and I'm ready to go. Well, ready to go we are. Ross, I have some crazy news for you, and okay. we're going to jump right into this one. Yeah, are you ready? It. Yep. Sony is skipping E3 2019. Oh, wow. For the first time ever, Sony is not going to E3. And what was the reasoning? The general idea is that they don't have enough games to show. Wow. <laughs> because they're going to have... What are they going to show? You know, Ghost of Tsushima, The Last of Us Part Two, and... Um, is the dead... Uh, is Days Gone going to be out by then? Days Gone will already be out. Uh, oh, and Death Stranding. Right. So it's the same games, the same four games they showed, you know, this year. That's crazy. Wow. But a lot of people, according to one Jason Schreier, mm. uh, this is a piece from the end. It's also yet another hint of the timing of Sony's next PlayStation. Based on conversations with developers across the industry, I expect the PlayStation 5 to be released in 2020. Uh, with the publisher skipping E3 2019 certainly points to that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So that that's still be... crazy, though. It's yeah. like, yeah, that's that's nuts, dude. <sighs> like, hold on. Uh, do you want the statement? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, as the industry evolves, Sony Interactive Entertainment continues to look for inventive opportunities to engage the community. Uh, PlayStation fans mean the world to us, and we always want to innovate, think differently, and experiment with uh, new ways to delight gamers. As a result, we have decided not to participate in E3 2019. We are exploring new and familiar ways to engage our community in 2019, and can't wait to share our plans with you. Um, so that's huge yeah. for E3, because Microsoft holds their own thing separately. Um, EA holds its own thing separately, though that thing's always a disaster. Um, <laughs> yeah, Yeah. so here we go. So Sony typically occupies a massive chunk of the convention center's two main halls. So now the we return, need to fill that. The, the return of Kensha Hall. Make it huge. Oh my god. How great would that be? Bring Yeah, that's... Bring back the mid-tier games. Um, Dude, it's crazy. Yeah, even if you don't have games, like, have teasers or something, or, like, the Vita 2, like, whatever you want. Like, no Sony at E3. Like, I, I respect it because their last show was lackluster overall. Yeah. But, oh, man. That's one less thing we have to cover. Hey. Hey. Um, that, yeah, that Jeez, is crazy. Though, that's that's insane. Huh. Well. Yeah. We'll see how that pans out for him. You know what, though? Like, you look at the games they have coming out. Um, you know, Death Stranding, Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima. They're probably still going to have an okay year. Oh, yeah. No. They're, they're gonna, I think they're going to do great. They're going to be fine. <laughs> it's just, it'll be interesting to see um, how how much they'll have for PSX at the end of the year. If th that PSX. Th th those extra few months, if that will supply them with enough new stuff, too. Because yeah, PSX mean, was kind of rough. They gave us name changes, so they yeah. held up. I mean, that's worth an entire press conference. 
before we jump into uh you know what we've been playing you know just continuing on the topic of mm. other companies doing other trade shows did you catch any of xo 18 i did not i heard conflicting reports from people about it the quality was fine yeah their e3 show was better Mm-hmm. Um, what did they show off at this? So wait, so is this their PSX? Is this their? This was essentially yeah. They they had done it for a while in the past. Like they did it during the 360 era and oh, during okay. the original Xbox era. Um, yeah. So some of the big announcements they did acquire uh, in Exile and Obsidian. Mm. Funny enough, both of them used to are founded by people who used to work. You know, at uh, I think it was Black Isle. The guys who made like the old Baldur's Gate games with Bioware. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. I heard I heard about Obsidian. I do remember that. I yeah, so that. yeah, that, that rumor Obsidian's came through. Good. It's funny though, because they both make very similar types of games because that's their pedigree. Right. Uh, so that's kind of funny. Um Crackdown 3 looks real good. Does it? They showed off a new competitive multiplayer mode called Wrecking Zone, and it's two teams and you destroy everything. Hey, that guy's walking on a catwalk. Destroy the catwalk. Cloud-based destruction. Yeah, no, they talked about that. And they said whether you're on an original Xbox One or an Xbox One X, everybody gets the same level of destruction in real time. When is that out again? That is out confirmed February 15th. Dude, we're going to play the heck out of that game. Dude, it looks real good. Oh. Like, real good. You, like, mean, they, they you sh- mean Tony? It was live gameplay. Like, it was, you know, on and off live gameplay. But, like, everything I looked at, like, it it was cracked down. Like, people were locking on and firing guns and rockets <laughs> and everything's exploding. They're like, if you want to take down a building, take down a building. Yeah. Is it, um, have they said it's going to be crossplay or not? Oh, yeah. It is? Okay. So, like, yeah. Z- Zane could get it on a PC. Yeah. Yep, it's coming to Game Pass and everything, obviously. Dude, um, the Dream Team. You, me, Tony, and Zane. There we go. Let's do it. Uh, Joseph Staten is working on the story. Ooh. Yeah. I like, I like me some Joe Staten. Yeah, so that's a thing. Huh. Uh, they also made the original Crackdown free until November 30th on the uh, Microsoft Store. That's fantastic. So if you don't own the original Crackdown and you own an Xbox One, get the first Crackdown because that game is excellent. Uh, and it seems they are continuing to act as though Crackdown 2 never existed. As they should. Yes. Ugh. Uh, uh, PUBG is coming to Game Pass. Nice. Phil Spencer says he is personally taking a bigger leadership role uh, uh, in making Windows Store better and tailoring it towards gamers. Oh, nice. I yeah. like Phil Spencer, man. Uh, Hellblade is getting a physical edition. Ooh. Coming to all of its original platforms. Ooh. So PS4, uh, Xbox, and I would assume PC is also getting one, I guess. That's weird, but sure. I don't know. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 continues the trend of having Winnie the Pooh. That was great news. Oh, yes. That makes me almost want to play that game. All three Final Fantasy 13 games are now backwards compatible and Xbox, enha- Xbox One X enhanced. I still told that I enjoyed the first two games. They're not the best by any means, but they are enjoyable, and I haven't really played Lightning Returns. They have enhanced Civilization Revolution for Xbox One. That was pretty well received, wasn't it? I like that game a lot. Yeah. I would be down to play that game. Nice. Uh, Sea of Thieves is getting a new arena mode where people can, like, duke it out in their ships, and, like, you're racing to collect the most treasure. So they're trying to beat Ubisoft to the punch. 
Yeah, I've heard that game has gotten better and better over time. So that's good to yeah, hear. We can play it. It's on Game Pass. I, I do have Game Pass. State of Decay 2 is getting new updates. Uh, as someone who has recently, thanks to Zane, right. uh, been playing State of Decay 2, mm-hmm. that's good news. Because it turns out I like State of Decay 2. Oh, nice. Cool. That's, I, uh, that's a fun game. You should install it because he wants to play with you as well. I think I did install it knowing that he wanted to play it, so it's uh, it's ready to go. It's like it's a zombie game, but it's a survival game first. And like the zombies are kind of the, like we fought one big zombie and it was fun. Um, it, it's, it looks like a, it's a it's a surprisingly good game. I haven't even done my own stuff. I've just been helping him and I've had a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It is installed on my Xbox one. I will definitely play it with you guys. Yeah. Um, that's actually where I'm playing it as well. Nice. Runs well. Yeah. Uh, Just Cause 4 actually looks cool. Um, cats and pandas are coming to Minecraft. I'm just kind of blowing through the list. Shadow yeah. of the Tomb Raider is getting a new challenge mode. Mouse and keyboard support is out for a large number of games. Nice. Excuse me. On Xbox, they are bringing back the Winter of Arcade. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, they have not announced games yet, though they did imply they would announce them during the Game Awards. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Forza Horizon 4, another excellent game you should be playing. Also uh, installed. Has a new expansion coming out this year that will take players to Fortune Island, uh, where they can see lightning storms, the Aurora Borealis, mountains, and winding roads. They said, it, I think they said it was the largest, longest paved road they've ever had, like continuous paved road they've ever had in a Forza game. Huh. What a, what a weird thing, but cool. <laughs> yeah. And they added 18 new games to Game Pass. Any highlights? Uh, PUBG Hellblade. Right. Worth playing. Uh, which I'm, I'm going to finally play that. It's only like six hours. Um, Worth it. Void Bastards, which is some new, like, space game. I can't remember who they said. It was like a big deal who was working on it. Um, but that's coming the day it launches. So that's a third-party game launching on Game Pass. That's interesting. Uh, both Ori games. Uh, I think that's Mutant Year One or something. I can't remember exactly. Uh, Secret Neighbor, which is like Hello Neighbor, but Hide and Seek. Um, Thomas was alone. Agents of Mayhem? Oh, the classic Agents of Mayhem. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, that's a lot of it. It was, there was a lot of talking. There was a big section devoted to, um, Devil May Cry 5, which apparently has a mode now called The Void, where you can, like, practice. Oh, so it's a practice mode that they're hyping up? Basically. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a fine show. There was a lot of stuff we've seen before. Uh, it sounds like they do have a couple surprises for the Game Awards, which is nice. The new studio acquisitions are a big deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, Microsoft is staying competitive. If nothing else. They are trending the right way, I think. Yeah. They are doing the right things at the right time. Yeah. Because there is an Xbox coming. A next box. Yes. Yes, indeed. Okay. Well, good job, Microsoft. Yeah. So, Sony taking shows away, Microsoft adding shows. What is this world we live in? I don't know. I think they're both kind of doing the right thing, though. Sony's had their time in the press, and I think they're waiting and buying their time. And, you know, they'll probably come out and do what they did with the PS4 and just, like, get a good jump on it. And be like, oh, hey, 
February, come check this shit out, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. See what we've got in store. Uh, yeah, so you've been playing anything this week? Now that we got those two things out of the way? Um, I haven't been playing a ton. Um, I did start reading Blood, Sweat, Pixels by Jason Schreier. Um, I still need to start that. Which we is- need to do our damn book club podcast, by uh, the way. Yes, we do. Uh, just like we need to do our anime podcast. Um, so each, he has ten chapters in the book, each one dedicated to behind the scenes of a different game, which has made me want to dive back in to some of the games, um, specifically Stardew Valley. Um, so I've been playing a little bit more of that on Switch, getting back into it. I was it re- thinking of buying that today. I'm it really almost. is the best, just like, relax game. Like, if you're stressed after a hard day, just play that and you'll be happy. Um, but, so there's that. Played a little bit more Diablo 3, not too much. Um, the book made me, as much as I like, um, oh god! Well, my boom arm for my mic just fell off my desk, so I'm holding it. Good work. Um, I caught it. It's, I'm pretty great. But, um, yeah, so you know how we really like Divinity Original Sin 2, but the difficulty's just, like, weird? Yeah. The fir- very first chapter of Jason Schreier's book was about Pillars of Eternity, and it made me want to play it. <laughs> what, Divinity? No, Pillars of Eternity. Oh, Pillars of Eternity's really good. I know, and it's the second one's coming out on Switch at some uh, on next March, along with the other consoles. So I was yeah. like, yeah, maybe, but... Um, sorry, this audio is going to be weird for you as I'm trying to readjust this. That's fine, as long as you get it adjusted. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. It hasn't been a big game gaming week. Um, um, it's it's an issue having all of my stuff in the basement when the basement is still so cold. <laughs> yeah. and, and we're not getting someone out until, I think, the 27th to fix it. So it's, so it's going to be a little ways. The Switch is the saving grace, um, for sure, being able to play it upstairs very easily. But how about you? Um, I have been playing a couple things. I've kind of been jumping around a little bit. Uh, I have made the executive decision to start playing League of Legends again. I did see you start streaming that, and I thought, wow, he's sick. Let me tell you what, the first two games I played when I came back, I was definitely one of the best players on the field. And then... (laughs) And then we went on a little bit of a losing streak, and then we won. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Like it's it's fine. I'm still playing it. I'm still enjoying it. Uh, I got in with a buddy. A couple guys from the stream joined me last night. Uh, it's fun. I'm I'm I am having fun with the game. I took the right amount of time off. It was that or Overwatch, which that should go to tell you what I think of Overwatch right now and its meta because yeah. just the thought of going into that meta was like maybe I should just play League of Legends. Which is crazy. Because I love Overwatch. Oh, yeah. Boy, what would Moira think if she saw you cheating on her? No, like, that's the thing. It's like, everything is stunned. So, like, even Moira struggles. Because everybody's just like, you're stunned, you're stunned, you're stunned, you're stunned, you're stunned. Like, stop it! (laughs) (laughs) I did hear they're going to nerf Brigitte. Yeah, they need to nerf a lot of things. Like, you can't be a Reinhardt without getting stunned six times while trying to charge. Yeah, that's annoying. It's crazy! Like, just the crowd control in that game is nuts. Yeah, but, um, yeah, so I've been playing League. That's That's been fun. I made a brand new account. 
I am uh, Super Clown Fiesta. That's a pretty all right name. Yeah, it's pretty. I like it. Um, otherwise, I've been playing a little bit of Destiny Two. I finished the quest to get my hands on the Thunderlord, which is excellent. That thing shreds like no other, dude. Yeah, I've seen some gameplay for it. I am really happy uh, that they brought that back. But um, actually, I can get rid of that now. Yeah, that gun is really good. The mission itself is kind of lousy. Mm. It's a real disappointment. Like, the Master Ives portion of it has little to no value. Because you could have taken that out, and it still would have been just go kill a fallen guy. You literally go, you start, like, the first Destiny. You end up in the Cosmodrome, and she's just like, Oh, I'm gonna mask your signal, because, you know, Zavala can't find out you're breaking the quarantine. You know, and, uh... You just go into that room, just like in the first trailer where they got the Thunderlord for the first Destiny. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you kill a big Fallen, you leave, it gives you the Thunderlord. It, see, it took see, me about 15 minutes. Seems like there's some lost potential there. Uh, Yeah, a lot. And I am working on a thing that addresses that partially. Hmm. Yeah, you have to read through it. I linked it in the uh, Destiny 2 raid chat in the other Discord. Gotcha. Um, yeah, otherwise, I mean, um, I spent the last couple days, I finally got Gigabit, they installed my Gigabit, and Mm. I've had problems with it, where stuff like Steam doesn't work properly anymore, uh, for downloading. Huh. Yeah, so... Like, download speeds, or...? So, yeah, I'm getting slower speeds... In most cases, uh, at, at least I was, it kind of adjusted itself. Like, at certain hours, it's better, which is weird. But um, it, it is gigabit over, um, like, the cable, like, the coax. So, like, mm-hmm. that could be part of it. It's not fiber. But, like, man, it's like, it tries to saturate it, and then it goes down to, like, zero. And for multiple seconds, it'll just stop downloading. Then it'll go back up, still not gigabit speeds, and then drop down to zero, and then go back up to, like, ten and then drop down to zero, and then go back up to 15 and drop to zero, then go to two and drop to zero. Well, that sounds annoying. Yeah! Um, have you played any more Red Dead? No. Yeah. No, I want to. Yeah. I want to! It's just, uh, I've been doing, I, I had to unhook all that stuff, like, from the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just, just like I don't want to I don't want to go on to this and have it be like oh the internet I've been playing a lot of State of Decay too actually yeah that's probably what I played almost the most this week um I'm sure there was something else I was playing no can't well, hmm. fair enough I played a little more Diablo too still enjoying that I assume oh that game is excellent. <laughs> I'll never not enjoy Diablo 2. Mm-hmm. Not, not in a million years. Oh, and I've been playing StarCraft 2 again. Oh, just Blizzard Boy. Yeah, well, TJ got me back into it, because TJ likes to play it. And then I've been forcing TJ to 1v1 me. And by forcing, I mean, like, at first he doesn't want to do it. But then his competitive nature takes over, and he really tries to beat me, which is mm-hmm. nice. Because mm-hmm. nobody else I play with actually tries to beat me. Yeah. Like, Tony just tries to build Void Rays as quickly as he can. And he just tries to get faster and faster at that. TJ actually, like, does weird shit. Like, he sends Banshees into my base. I'm like, ah, oh, you sassy bitch. <laughs> Cluck Banshees. You're just gonna slow me down. Speaking and of Tony. Then I, 
teleport battle cruisers into his base. Oh, well, there you go. Um, speaking of Tony and TJ, I would love to see a new PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale duel. Duel between them. We might have to. We might have to switch them over to Smash just because it's easier. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh man. But um. Nice. Yeah, so I've kind of I've been bouncing around to a lot of games. Uh, I played a little bit more Madden, and to, to the point that uh, I'm gonna do the final say. After writing my final say, I did try to play Madden again. I even turned down like just for the context of my piece that's going up. The final say I was playing on all pro difficulty, which was the second highest difficulty. I switched down to pro difficulty. And noticed little difference. Almost negligible. Did because, you try like, no, it, at that point, it wasn't worth it. Like, the thing with Madden, dude, is you can see it. I took a screenshot of a play where my quarterback starts bracing for a hit before the guy is even, like, on him. So you can see the animations happening. Before the event happens. So the quarterback braces instead. He has time to throw the ball, but instead he tucks it and braces and waits for the guy to come and hit him. And it's so noticeable. You can see it in real time. You can see these plays happening. Like when you throw a ball up and you can tell based on what your receiver does, because your receiver will keep running downfield And the defender will just turn and stand there with his hands up. And your guy just keeps running past him and the defender just grabs the ball. Your guy doesn't even turn around. So I'm just convinced at this point, the game predetermines when the ball is thrown. It's like, okay, you threw this ball at this time. This guy's going to intercept it. It's, It's happening. The animation is already in action. There's no way to stop it. Madden going for style over substance with those I, animations. It's possible. Like I'm, I'm usually do created player stuff, uh, stuff. So like, it's possible you could try and go out and like user it, but like I can't in a created player scenario. But still, it's just this AI is horrific. I watched a guy. I was mad. I watched the opposing team run up a wide open middle of the field. This guy had pay dirt. All he had to do was run straight. He turned to the right and juked into a guy for a gain of five. Yeah. Yeah. I saw one of my receivers catch the ball in the open field and spin into a defender instead of run up field. And like they have this thing where even if they're cutting across, like you know how you can run diagonally like right into the end zone? Yeah. They will catch the ball and immediately go parallel to the sideline. They will, they will never not run in a straight line. So the moment they catch the ball, if they're running towards the sideline, they will immediately do a 90 degree turn to try and run straight. Even if it means they get tackled immediately. What a weird thing. There's no game sense in Madden 19. It's horrific. It is some of the worst AI I've ever seen. And the animations suck. I was going to ask, uh, do the animations awful. at least look pretty? They look worse than ever. Hmm. It's, the game is just so janky. Like, I would rather have the weird things where the guys are on the ground, they stand right up and then fall down again slowly. 
that was better. That was better. Wow. The, their old engine was way better than Frostbite. Way Frostbite better. Frostbite just seems like a... Well. It's a mistake. What they're doing with Madden is a mistake. I understand why people got let go and why people left. It was a mistake. Madden was a mistake this generation. Been getting progressively worse. I'm trying to like remember that one we liked. Was that Madden 25? No, I felt like it. No, I thought we hated Madden 25 and liked the one directly after. Was that Madden 15? I think it was. Who was on the cover? Was it Richard Sherman? Oh, I can't remember. I think the one with Richard Sherman is the one we we played that connected franchise on for a while. Okay, I, I think, think it, I still have that one. I think it was that one. I'm gonna play that one again. Cause I want to. I have to. I have to play Madden. I have the itch. Yeah. I uninstalled it again. This is the fourth time. <laughs> this is the fourth time I've uninstalled Madden. Dude, just go back to the Madden with Quincy Carter. I. I oh six. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I could do never it. play that. I could never play that now, though. There's no way I'd be able to do it again. Just play all pro football. I'm gonna just. I'm just gonna load up NFL 2K5. Uh, I'm, go. gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna build my crib. Oh, that was the best part of that game. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> Just putting helmets all over and jerseys yep. on the wall. Oh, it was so good. Spent so oh. much time with decorating my crib and like you know, To would be proud, man. <laughs> oh god! This, and then the first person mode in that game, which was bring completely back two K football. The first person mode is entirely unplayable, but but still it's also cool. the best. Yeah, it's also yeah. the best. Bring back two K football. It's time. We're ready. When does the NFL license run out? Uh, never. Yeah, that's the As problem. Long, how, when, when they stop making money, then. We saw what happened with All Pro Football 2K8 and, and the Blitz series. Don't cut that license. Not going to sell well. Unless you're making really good. The thing with the All Pro, the, the issue and why I said like you can't do Hall of Famers again is because you can't make a franchise out of that. Yeah, that's what true. What you need to do is you need to build, like, one of these new football leagues. They get popular. Just, you know, sell the deal to 2K. The XFL game brought to you by 2K Sports, you know? I don't know. Um, but what you need to do is you need to have a well-designed football universe, at least. Like, 2K is big enough to push... That's a million copies out the door just because 2K is on it, Okay. You can call it all pro football 2K, you know, uh, 2K20, whatever, and just be like, okay, well, you know what? We don't have the license, but we've got teams in all the cities. We've got extra teams. Like, you can do whatever the hell you want. That's the, You get creative freedom. And just be like, hey, so we're just going to make this game instead, and we've got some good stuff. Yeah. Well, I doubt that will happen, but we can we can hope. I can always dream. Maybe 2K hasn't made enough money yet in sports. Yeah, I mean, hey, look, you got Medieval. And I feel like that was less likely than 2K football coming back. <laughs> now, uh, the next big dream is Mega Man Legends. Oh, so you're just Bring greedy. back Mega Man Legends. You greedy boy. Listen, Mega Man's popular again. It's true. Mega it's Man true. Is po it was more popular at its lowest point than Medieval ever was at its highest. <laughs> That's also very true. <laughs> So, uh. listen, in a world of all these 3D action games, who wouldn't want a little spelunking in Mega Man Legends 3, am I right? Oh, Spelunky 2. I get it. No, I, no, I said. Oh, uh, yeah. I, don't worry. I got it. Wink. Okay. 
a wink nudge. I got oh, it. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I'm being misconstrued. We should dive into some more news. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of things being misconstrued, have oh. you seen the images of the new Monster Hunter movie? Oh. Because they're all modern military. <laughs> Whoa. Allegedly, it gets better and they get transported to some alternate universe. And, like, you can see a picture of Mila Jovich with a Monster Hunter yeah. weapon. Yeah. But they are doing the classic... that The thing that everyone has done since Michael Bay did it to Transformers. Start with a modern military setting because military soldiers, you know, everybody roots for the soldiers. And then put them in a crazy, ridiculous situation that has no real explanation. And then make crazy CG things fight. That is that you know, did I cover it? Yeah, oh, don't worry. TI's in the movie, we're good. It's gonna be great. What is is this Uwe Wall? Like what is happening? No, it's the director of the Resident Evil movies. Oh, well that inspires a lot of confidence. Somebody did say they made a point uh on a ja- uh, Japanese Twitter user pointed out that Monster Hunter had already seen modern weapons, because that was a concern. And they had a clip of Snake and Monster Hunter <laughs> holding a, an assault rifle. Uh, so, you know, they're not wrong. You know, my dream, Chris, is that Middle Gear comes back the way it should. That will never happen. I mean, they can't do that. Kojima's not there. I know. The, the dream. The dream. Hot, hot take. Yeah. Metal Gear was successful because Kojima is crazy. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. Why do you think people are excited for Death Stranding? There's I know, a, but a... it's like, like everybody, everybody can talk and say like, oh, cutscenes and blood's crazy, it's ridiculous, it's impossible, it's unapproachable, and it's like that's what made it awesome. This Metal yeah. Gear was this weird thing that everybody had a completely different experience with, and I could watch Metal Gear Solid 4 cutscenes till 4 in the morning and just be like, oh my god, he's using finger guns. <laughs> Who does this? Also, <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 4 is a great game. Still the best it's boss my fight favorite. of all The best boss fight of all time. Snake versus Ocelot on top of the USS Missouri going through all four games, health bars, and music. Just two old guys punching each other. Yeah, in the microwave oh, scene, dude. It's so good. Oh, climbing through the microwave hallway. You see all your friends dying, and it's just like, I'm so tired, but triangle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kojima's a bastard. I love him. Yep, 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 yep. They will never make another Metal Gear Solid game that approaches anything Kojima did. Ever. Quote me. It's over. Yeah, it's over. It's over. That franchise is done. It's dead in the water because they'll never know what to do with it because they're going to try. They're going to try and they're going to look at it and they'll be like, what would Kojima do? And then they'd be like, okay, but they'll never, they'll never really know. No, they'll know. It's just no, putting it's like, Snake on a pachinko machine. That's how they know. They know what to do. Because it's like, you think you know what Kojima would do and then Metal Gear Solid Five happens. <laughs> and it's like, what? Oh, that was, ang- that was angry Kojima. <laughs> yeah, and it was a good game. Yeah, I still really enjoy the fifth game. Oh, man. But, uh... Sahalanthropus. Man, that game is so weird. It is super weird. That is super... But damn good to play. Uh, yeah, I remember... I remember explaining the ending to you because you didn't want to play through the second half, which was understandable. And 
at least it gets Kojima crazy at the end. That's all I have to say. I, mean, I thought it was still like Kojima good, you know, up to yeah. that point because it was so weird. But yeah, I kind of yeah. had my fill of it by that point, and then Ross just stopped. I think we were. Did we record no. a podcast? No, because I remember I was explaining it to you. Um, it was at the first place I lived in Boston, and we were sitting on the floor in the living room, and I was explaining this to you. Or was I streaming? No, we were just you were up visiting, and we were just like. No, there was something we did. I think we were recording those gaming nerds podcast. And then you said at the end, because you said when we're done with this podcast, I'm telling you the ending. Oh yeah, my. And I was like, fine, yeah. yeah. And then immediately after we stopped, you told me, and I was just like, wait, wait, what? (laughs) Like I, I, I thought I was ready, and it was just gonna be like, okay, yeah, whatever, yeah. I'm, I'm glad I missed that. And then he just tells me, I'm like, what? Hold up, excuse me. (laughs) And he's just like, part. Come again? <laughs> I don't. I, I, unbelievable. Even right now, I'm thinking about it. I'm just like, how? Yeah. How yeah. does he what, get away with this? What an unnecessary retcon. For how sure, get, Kojima. How to get away with murder starring Hideo Kojima. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, insane, man. Yeah. Well, on a sadder note, um, over the past week, uh, we lost Stanley, the creator of so many iconic heroes from the marvel universe um he was 95 he had been battling with some illnesses over the past few months he had pneumonia at some point but um he leaves a legacy that's bigger than almost any other person can speak to it's maybe arguably bigger than some of the comics that uh bigger than some of the heroes he's made or helped make yeah over the years Yeah, so uh man, he lived he lived a full life and um he still uh I think I saw an interview with Kevin Feige. I think he still has cameos in the next 2 to 3 Marvel movies cuz they've all been shot. And I know he has one I think in Ralph Breaks the Internet. Oh, okay. The Wreck-It Ralph yeah. sequel. Yeah. So, um so yeah, it's 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 sad. Yeah. Um, but um, his legacy will continue to live on forever. Excelsior. Indeed. Um, in, I guess, better news, uh, PUBG, now that it's, you know, you know, so still so highly relevant, uh, is coming to PS4 in Yay. December. Great. It's getting some Uncharted and, like, Last of Us skins and stuff. Mm. Uh, December 7th. So, if you haven't played PUBG on Windows PC or Xbox One, you can do it on your PS4 starting early December. Is that the same release date as Smash? Maybe. Because that would be... That would be funny. <laughs> I thought Smash was the 14th. It might, it might be, be the, the 7th. 14th. No, it might be the 7th. Hold on. No, I got it. All right, cool. Smash, Smash Ultimate. Um, it is coming out December 7th. All right, yeah. So. Well, RIP PUBG on PS4. Yeah, no, you're done. Um, <laughs> that you, you picked a Titanfall date. That, yeah. That's bad. You got yayed. Um, I'm not looking forward to this next headline. So, <sighs> Five Nights at Freddy's yeah. is... Not a game I play. It's not a game I want to play. 
Not because it's too spoopy, uh, but because I just don't like the idea of the mechanics. It, I, I watch people play it and just the, you know, screen up, screen down, look here, flashlight down to screen up, screen down, look here, flashlight, close the shutter, open the shutter, close the shutter, flashlight, close the shutter, screen up, screen down, check the door. Okay, I, I, I get it. I, I get can't. It. I, that was the last one. <laughs> You see, but that, yeah, that's what it is. It's crazy. Um, but I am very interested by the universe that Scott Cawthorn has made. Do you know those are all like rated? Like, I think like five of the six games are rated overwhelmingly positive on Steam. Yeah. And one of them is just barely below that threshold. Yeah, I know, like, Game Theory on YouTube, like, that's one of his main things. I watched, I was waiting, and when I saw it, he made a two-parter for, like, what he thinks the final, like, thing is, with all the books and everything for context. There are five books, I think. I didn't know there were books. Written by Scott Cawthorn. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Yeah, and they offer, like, story context. Like, apparently, in some ways, they are canon, and in some ways, they're not, but, like, he kind of puts it all together and like you hear this thing being explained and you're just wondering like, is he the next Kojima? <laughs> because his games, it's just secrets piled on secrets, madness at its depth. And it's just, it's incredible. Well, we did kind of bury the lead. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Well, they talked about a movie for a while. Yeah. So the movie was, was it ever recently... confirmed? Yeah, I think WB okay. owns it. Huh. Okay. Uh, or distri- I think uh, Legendary is distributing it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Bloom or Bloomhouse Productions, I think, is making it. Yeah, it's developing a live-action Five Nights at Freddy's movie, uh, directed by Chris Columbus. Oh, that's a weird choice. He that's a super weird choice. Mrs. Doubtfire and Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah, he did the first two Harry Potter movies and the Home Alone movies. Cawthorn is involved. Cawthorn said that the movie will take a little longer to complete as he's thrown out his original script. Christopher Columbus is like a child. Like, he directed kids' movies. That seems weird. Hey, man. You know what? It's whatever. But, um... Huh. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, he's right. Cawthorn's writing the script, though. That's cool. So... Is it going to be live action or, like, CGI? Uh, live action. Nice. I will probably see this movie. Yeah. Because that's where I'm at with Five Nights at Freddy's. I don't ever want to play the games, but I am enthralled by its universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he did announce um, there are virtual reality and augmented reality games based on Five Nights at Freddy's in development and new and improved HD ports of all the original games for Android, iOS, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. There's wow. also a triple-A game based on the series, although it's very early in development. That's so much money. So someone's throwing a lot of money at Five Nights at Freddy's. That's cool that it's coming to the consoles and stuff, though. Because yeah, yeah. for a lot of people, they've never played, like... Man. This, this game is weird. Like they ju- He just most recently, in June, released the Ultimate Custom Night. Which at first just looked like a, you know, how hardcore are you? And you could select mm-hmm. up to 50 of, like, any of the game's uh, animatronics. 
And so, like, you could be like, I want these animatronics, and they all, you know, act, like, different ways and stuff. And so, like, you can customize your own challenge. But he hid story in there, too. <laughs> and there was, there was plot in the game, in the Ultimate Custom Night. There was secret shit that people were finding. And we're like, what? It's crazy, man. Like, dude, there was, like, the sister location game that he did. That game was nutty. There's, like, this dark scene, and it's just, like, you have to walk through the dark, and it's, like, if you don't walk exactly where I tell you, she'll get you. And it's, like, there is shit in that game, man. Hmm. Those There is something there in a really, like, unexpected way. There is something to those games in terms of story. Yeah. Huh. That sounds super cool. I yeah. did not know. Like, I knew there was lore and stuff. I didn't know how deep it went. Yo, you should cool. watch those game theory videos. Watch all yeah. of them. Just all of this. Just sit down one day for like, it's got to be almost like two hours of videos now, dude. And yeah, he's like, put up a few of those. There's the most sure. popular stuff. But yeah, like, yeah. watch them. They're insane. The stuff that goes on in these games and the theories of like, you know, who's the, who's the phone guy? Who's the murderer? Who are the animatronics? You know, are they the souls of children? It's weird, man. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, well, okay. it's, I'm going to see that movie when it comes out. And as yeah. long as they make a triple A game that is not in the same vein as the original Five Nights at Freddy's games, I would consider playing that. Fair enough. If it was more of like a horror, like adventure type game, mm, you know, more like a like traditional a, horror game, but you know, good. Like a dead space. <sighs> Imagine if <laughs> dead space replaced all the Necromorphs with animatronics. Ugh. Just as terrifying. Instead Ugh. of the USG Ishimura, it's the USG Chuck E. Cheese. Dude, no one talks about how creepy Chuck E. Cheese really is. Yeah, well, you don't realize when you're a kid. That's true. Yeah. Um. <laughs> What's the next thing? So, I want to talk about this before we get into the other one. EA did the most un-EA thing possible mm. they are bringing back command and conquer to pc by remastering the original command and conquer mm. and the original red alert because they know you can't really have one and not the other and they're remastering all of their expansions and they're doing it with petroglyph who was founded by some of the creators of Command & Conquer at Westwood. So they have original Command & Conquer developers remastering the original Command & Conquer games. No microtransactions, nothing else to it, just HD, full reworks, and they got the original composer back to redo the music. Does that make up for Command & Conquer Rivals? We're getting there. We're getting there. Because there is no, no new Command & Conquer game. Yeah, but they're bringing back Command and Conquer. This is a step in the right direction. Fair and enough. EA, Fair listen, because everybody said get Petroglyph to do it, and so EA did it. They did the right thing for for once in their life with Command and Conquer. They did the right thing. Yeah, like they yeah. they are, they are making the right moves. And well, that's good to hear. This is a good first step. What I really want, though, I want mm. Command & Conquer Red Alert 2. Okay. Because that's the best one. 
with your well, revenge. <laughs> while you wait for that, you can take on your friends in hectic mobile battles and Command and Conquer Rivals. No, we're not. And then you can switch over to Diablo Immortal. Yeah, no. And then what? Elder Scrolls Blades, which is the one game that actually looks kind of cool. Yeah, well, I mean... Uh, the, oh, oh, I did not put this on the list because I haven't had a chance to add to it, but I did see an interview saying there are mobile versions of all Blizzard games in development. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, so... It's terrifying. There's there's that. It's terrifying. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. When um, do you think World of Warcraft comes to mobile? Oh, man. I'm, so, I'm honestly surprised it, it hasn't happened yet. Like, that's no, the oh, next big market. Oh, yeah. When does it come to console? When do they finally decide World of Warcraft is ready <laughs> for consoles? Is it next generation? I'm, I'm do they uh, launch... I'm, that would be an okay idea. Imagine I'm if you're Blizzard shocked. and the next generation of consoles are coming out and you say, we're putting out World of Warcraft on console. Yeah, I'm I'm still shocked that it hasn't happened time. before now. Like, it's been out so since 2004. MMOs, there's so many MMOs on consoles and they're simplifying World of Warcraft every day. Even if it was a completely different version of World of Warcraft developed exclusively for consoles. Yeah. Let's just pretend for a moment. There's no interaction with PC. But mm. you have crossplay between Xbox and PlayStation to keep the, the, the user base strong. And you just say, we have tailored World of Warcraft to the controller. This is a completely redesigned game from the ground up to play with a controller. Oh, it's like, all the content, but the gameplay is designed specifically around the idea of the controller, just like they did with Diablo. I was going to say, honestly, they have a pretty good blueprint on how to do that with Diablo. Exactly. You have skill bars, you have inventory, like... And they were already very yeah. successful because Diablo, I think, I pr Diablo is better on consoles than it is on PC. Yeah. I would much rather play Diablo on my console. Hot yeah. take. That take is that. a hot take. I will, I, I will, I will buy you on that take. Though. Let's go. Um, now, um, Ross. Yeah. So we were talking about it a little bit. The game awards are coming. We mentioned that, uh, December 6th at 9 p.m. Do we want to watch that together? Are you are you free? D December 6th? What what day of the week is that? Uh, I'm going to assume it's a Monday. Uh, it is a Thursday. Really? That's a problem. Hmm. 9 p.m. Well, actually, no. That is not. That is no longer a problem. Okay. I can do that. Yeah. Yeah, let's watch the Game Awards. I, I wonder if Joseph Farris will try to get up again. Oh, God, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when he doesn't win any awards. Oh! <laughs> uh, remember when A Way Out came out this year? I nope. forgot. It's been a long year. It's been a, it's really, been a really long year. With concentrated time of like, these games are so good. And then times of like, when's the next game coming out? Yeah, so... so Am I getting the vibe that you want to go through and like pick our winners from each category? Is a little that bit of that. Do? More, more than yeah. anything, I kind of want to talk about some of these categories, okay? Yeah. Um, uh, for for this sake, uh, for content creators, we're probably going to skip over that. Ninja will probably win that. Or maybe Dr. Yep. Lupo. I find Dr. Lupo to be the more entertaining of the two. Mm. Um, the best esports moment, we're going to skip because that's all League of Legends and Dota. and Actually... Sonic Fox uh, side switch in uh, Dragon Ball Fighters at Evo. That was a good one. Yeah, I, out of all of them, that's I did hear about that one. Yeah, I, I watched that one. Mm. 
so that was that was exciting. Yeah. Um, Best esports host. We're not doing that. Yeah, I'm starting from the bottom. Yeah. So uh, yeah. esports event. I would probably say Overwatch League, but I'm biased. Yeah, uh, esports same. coach. We're gonna skip esports team. We're gonna skip. I would pick London Spitfire because I'm biased. Um, wait, wait. Why would why would you pick London Spitfire? Because oh, the this is the only Overwatch League. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I'm, I'm getting caught up. I still think NYXL should have been on there. I think Spitfire's there just because they won. Yeah, but NYXL was the more dominant team. Jonak's pretty cool, man. Yeah. I'm just talking about best esports player. Yeah, no, he's the Guardian the the Gladiators are gonna suck this year. It's Boston like overhauled their roster. I haven't been, even been keeping track of Dude, it. Dude, and and then Dynasty is stacked. Cause now yeah, they got but, Fisher. They yeah, got our best got player. <laughs> yep. Have fun with that. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh esports game. Um, okay, so this is where we're gonna start digging in. Best esports game. Yep. I mean, the biggest Dota 2. No, probably the most popular. I would say the biggest is League of Legends. Dota 2 has the biggest prize pool, but League of Legends pulls in the most viewers. I was going for biggest prize pool. Oh. So. Well, this this has nothing to do with prize pool. This is just esports game in terms of like, you know, I I I would I would take this as the one you're most likely to watch and play. Overwatch. Fortnite's going to win. I yeah. would also pick Overwatch. Also, and Fortnite. That's not I feel even like it's a still bias. A weird esports game. That's not even a bias. I just think Overwatch is very entertaining to play and watch. Yeah. And League of Legends yeah. can sometimes like they say like they say Overwatch is hard to follow. League of Legends can be hard to follow, even when you know oh, yeah. what you're doing. Mobas are rough. <laughs> if you don't know yeah. going in, but um, um, yeah, I, I would I would definitely pick Overwatch in that scenario. Yeah, me too. Best debut indie game. We've got Donut County. We've got Florence, which is the one you just uh, final said, right? Indeed. Yeah. Uh, Moss, The Messenger, which I've heard is crazy. And Yoku's Island Express, which I heard is really fun at first and then not so much. I see The Messenger probably winning this. Do you know the the whole thing with The Messenger? I've... I've heard the Giant Bomb East talking about it forever, and there's a crazy twist, and I was like, maybe I'll play this, but I'm never going to play it. So do you want to know the twist? Sure. Spoilers ahead. Yeah, so it starts off as like an 8-bit Ninja Gaiden game. Right, I know that. platformer. I know that. And then halfway through the game, it turns into a 16-bit Metroidvania, and you can switch back and forth, something like that. Wait, what? That's kind of cool. I know, I know. That sounds super cool. Yeah, so people are like, oh, yeah, it's like it's like Ninja Gaiden on NES, and then boom, 16-bit Metroidvania, and like you can switch back and forth between art styles, I think. It's crazy. That's, that's kind of nuts. Um, I do. I did enjoy Florence quite a bit. I like what Annapurna Interactive, the publisher, is doing, because Donut County, Giant Bomb talked about a ton, too. I think Donut County could win this. Yeah, I, th- I, I think the Messenger will win it. I would like Florence to win it, but Florence will not win. Um, I, I, I think Donut but, County would be the one that people would probably enjoy the most. Donut County is probably the one people are most likely to have completed and have a full yeah. opinion about, which is why I think it would win. Fair, fair. Um, we're going to skip student game. Yeah, we're going to skip that because that, nobody knows what this is. Yeah, that's that's real inside baseball. That's, <laughs> that's one of the awards that they don't show on the stage. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, best multiplayer best game. Best multiplayer game. Fortnite's going to win. Fortnite's going to win. I don't I, I know why Monster Hunter there. World is... I guess. 
I mean, co-op. Yeah, you know? I guess. If, it, if it, Yeah. I mean, if you're talking in terms of, like, co-op and stuff, like, raids and stuff, Destiny 2 is pretty good. Call yeah, of Duty I mean, might for, Call of Duty might win just because they have Blackout this year and everybody's hype on Blackout because it's popular to hate Fortnite now. I yeah, I still think Fortnite's gonna win. Fortnite will probably win, but don't be surprised if Call of Duty sneaks it out. Um, best yeah. sports slash racing game: FIFA 19, Forza Horizon 4, Mario Tennis Aces, NBA 2K19, Pro Evolution Soccer 19, Forza Horizon 4. Hands down, changed my mind. Um. I think that's probably the right answer. I think Mario Tennis Aces might win because it's Mario. I don't think that was received super, super well, though. I think a lot of people I, aren't I, happy with how that game turned out. So I, I think since since release, it has improved a lot from what I've heard. Yeah, so. but Forza Horizon 4 has been good from the start, and it's the best Horizon game they've ever made. The fact that yeah, they're four I, games deep and they just made their best one is huge. Yeah, I... I think Forza one of the should win. will win. Forza should but win. But I could totally yes. I could totally see that. Forza deserves to win. It should win. Boom. Best um, strategy game. Best strategy game. This is a tough category. Battletech mm. is difficult and can be brutal, but it's fun. I like that game. Frostpunk, I've seen a lot of Frostpunk. That game is also difficult and brutal, but looks fun. Into the Breach. I haven't played it yet. I plan to before game of the year. Uh I've heard it's really good. Yep. And it's on Switch. Yep. Uh, Banner Saga 3, it's the Banner Saga, you know, it's, it's, there's a reason there's three of them, and I feel like almost this game is a little out of, it's not out of place, but it almost feels weird on this list, Valkyria Chronicles 4. Really? Yeah, like, I know it's a strategy game, but like, you have three very hardcore strategy games, and then you've got Valkyria Chronicles 4. Hey, it's man. A, it doesn't say it's not the best hardcore strategy game. I, I under, no, and, I, and I understand that. Um, from what I understand, Into the Breach will probably win this. My heart mm. goes to Valkyria Chronicles 4, but my mind tells me Battletech. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, see, because I was Battletech leaning... in terms of strategy is nutty, dude. There is so much you uh, can do with that game. I was leaning probably Banner Saga 3. Hmm. Um, it's I've always wanted to play those games, but I'm terrified. Yeah. So. I feel like Frostpunk had its moment in the spotlight, but it hasn't held on to it. I also feel like the same happened to Banner Saga 3. But, like, Battletech's about to get a new expansion, so people are going to be thinking about it for the Game Awards. Valkyria Chronicles hmm. 4 is a recent release, and Into the Breach is something people are going to be talking about for six years, just like FTL. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, so... I feel like of the those three, I feel like are the ones really fighting for it at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, best family game. We have Mario Tennis Aces, Nintendo Labo, Overcooked 2, Starlink, Starlink Battle for Atlas, and Super Mario Party. Um, I think Super Mario Party will win. I think Overcooked 2 should probably Overcooked win. Overcooked should probably win. Or Battle for Atlas. I think Battle for Atlas, 2. I've heard really good things. I know, but I feel like Overcooked is the kind of game that everybody's gonna look at and laugh and have fun and yeah that, that is yeah. a game where you make memories yeah you can do the yeah. same for mario party but not always in the best way <laughs> true just watch true. giant bomb <laughs> that, I, I don't know that seems like the best way well it's the best um, memories for everybody except the people playing it <laughs> and damn record best fighting um, game there's a clear yeah. winner in this there is i'm gonna save it for last blaze blue cross tag battle uh, Soul Calibur 6, maybe, I don't think so. 
Street Fighter Five Arcade. I doubt it. Dragon Ball Fighters. Then, yep. I still want to. I still want to get that game. Yep. Black I still Friday. Get that Black game. Friday is I'll, right around the corner, dude. Wait looking for forward on Switch. Yep. 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 I'd probably get it okay. on PS4 just because in a fighting game I would want the frames. That's a me it's, thing, though. Yeah, I've heard it runs really well on Switch. Does it? Okay, and, I, I would consider yeah. it then. It's, um, I'm, so um, honest, yeah, you I, know what I, though? I I would only play it with the Pro controller. Oh my god, did I tell you that? Like, I almost can't play Diablo three handheld anymore because I played it with the Pro controller and it's so much better. Huh? Interesting. Like, it, you you don't think it's that big of a deal, but you switch and like just the responsiveness huh. of the. Eh. <laughs> I get it. Uh, what a joke. Resp- I get what you're saying. The, the responsiveness of the controller itself, it it, it, yeah. it feels proper, you know? It it just mm-hmm. it, it feels it feels really good in a way the Joy-Cons never could. And that's no yeah. fault. I'm not criticizing the Joy-Cons, but let's be real, they're no controller. They're no like oh, yeah. designed controller. They are a thing yeah. that's designed to slide onto the sides of a screen and let you play it on the go. And they are perfectly fine for that. But the Pro Controller, it was more responsive. It felt better to use. I felt like I was getting my button presses in more accurately and faster than I ever did on the mm. Joy-Cons. Fair enough. Uh, and, um, and that's... It, it, Diablo 3 on the anyway, Switch we ended up with, good. We ended up on Diablo for best fighting game. Yeah. Um, best role-playing game. Um, we have Dragon Quest XI, Echoes of an Elusive Age, Monster Hunter World, Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom, Octopath Traveler, and Pillars of Eternity 2, Deadfire. I think Dragon Quest XI will and probably should win. I don't think Monster Hunter belongs on this list at all. Yeah, it's... It's not a role-playing game. Well, it's like how people call it's... Legend of Zelda role-playing games. It's, like, it's, not, it's not an RPG in the context of an RPG. It's an adventure game. Mm-hmm. You're a character in a world, but you're not. There's no stats. There's no dialogue. There's no. Mass Effect is an RPG. Yeah. Monster Hunter yeah. is not a Mass Effect. You know, uh, Dragon Age is an RPG. You know. Yes. Yeah. So who do you, who do you think will win? <sighs> That's the thing, though. I think people will vote for Monster Hunter because they like I, Monster I... Hunter. I, I, I disagree it has a chance in this category. I think it has a chance in other categories. I, I think, think Octopath could steal this. It could, yeah. It definitely had the most Pillars hype of Eternity, around it, I feel Pillars like. of Eternity probably deserves a lot of recognition in this category that it's not going to get. It's the only yeah. Western RPG in this category. The thing is, it's true. Monster Hunter is taking votes away from other games. Because people yeah. who didn't play the other games are going to vote for Monster Hunter because they know what Monster Hunter is. It is the Ron Paul. I'm gonna throw it. Category. I'm gonna throw it in as Octopath. I think Octopath is gonna steal this. Yeah, I think Dragon Quest like Eleven will. But Octop- I can see Octopath of the five games here. There's Monster Hunter. Wh- Honestly, what is the next game with the most notoriety on this list that you know everybody has heard of? Dragon Quest. It's Octopath. Octopath had the marketing. Dragon Dragon's Quest did not have the marketing that Octopath had. And that will be the difference maker. Oh, I thought you meant after Octopath. What was the name with the no, name with the most record? Said, name after, after Monster Hunter. Oh, after Monster Hunter. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, and, gotcha. and Octopath yeah. had the marketing. So Octopath, I think, is the game that will take it. Monster Hunter is going to take votes from Dragon Quest, Nino Kuni, and Pillars because people don't know what those are. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. The next category this is, is a, good a one. rough one. This is a good one. So we got <laughs> best action adventure game. We've got Assassin's Creed Odyssey. We've got God, play it. God of War. We've got Marvel Spider-Man. You can actually... I've heard the swinging's good. I like the swinging in Spider-Man. Red Dead Redemption 2, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. What a great category, man. So many heavy hitters. God of so War. So many great games. God, God of War. Um, God, I would like God of War to win. Red Dead will Red win Dead on Redemption notoriety. Will win. God of it War deserves it. Easy. I, yeah. I, I guess I just don't look at Red Dead as like an action-adventure game. I guess it kind of is. But yeah, what would you what would you classify it as then? It's an open world like uh, an open world action adventure game. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird, man. It's weird. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, we don't need to talk about it anymore. Red Dead will win that category. Yeah, um, because God. Rockstar Games. Yeah, I don't know. It just feels weird, and it's like I can't explain it. It's weird to say that if God of War would win that category, it would be an upset. It's weird to say, but it's true. But God of War absolutely should. Like, God of War, when I look at this list, God of War stands out as, like, this is the game that fits this description the most. Yeah. Um, best next action. up, best action game. Call of Duty, Black Ops 4, Dead Cells, Destiny 2 Forsaken, Far Cry 5, Mega Man 11. Black think- Ops will win. I would vote for Destiny. I see. I don't think Black uh, Call of Duty doesn't have that that sway as much, nearly as much as it used it to. Does I, I think year. Destiny Two does this year. I think Destiny. I think Forsaken will still win. I want Forsaken I think, to win. I, and honestly, I think Dead Cells is a closer second than Black Ops Four, with how crazy everyone was about Dead Cells. Don't sleep on Far Cry either. I think Mega Man's out. Me- Mega Man doesn't really belong there, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, are we going to skip best VR AR game? I've heard great things about Tetris Effect. Yeah, Tetris Effect could win. Also, Astrobot. I've heard people say that's the best VR game they've ever played. Like, I've heard that's Mm. maybe the best VR game out there. Period. Yeah. Uh, this is actually Uh, a pretty solid list, though. Uh, Astrobot Rescue Mission, Beat Saber, Firewall Zero Hour, uh, Moss, and Tetris Effect. Four of these are... Say what you will about the PlayStation VR and its performance in comparison to Oculus and Vive. Four of these games are PlayStation VR games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, well, no, actually, five. All five are playable on PlayStation VR. Because Beat Saber, they said, was either coming or is out already. Yeah. All five of these are, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, next up, best mobile game. Um, we have Donut County, Florence. Fortnite, PUBG Mobile, and Reigns Game of Thrones. Fortnite will win. Moving on. <laughs> yep. Next up, you want to read the next category? Yeah. So, best independent game. Uh, this is a good category. Yeah. Celeste, Dead Cells, I haven't heard. Into what the Breach, that? Return of Oberdin, or Return of the Oberdin, uh, and The Messenger. And I've heard good things about all five of these games. I think. What is the- Return of the Oberdin? That's made by the guy who made Papers, Please. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I need to check that and out. So it's I love like the this weird place. like kind of murder mystery type game where the ship comes back and all the crew are dead and you're trying to figure oh. out how and why. And like Ooh. you have to like piece stuff together and I, I heard um I heard Ben Pack talking about it on the, the bombcast the other day. 
and uh, mm. he was talking about it, and it sounded interesting. And like, nice. There's apparently stuff like if you get everything right, there is like more stuff to see, like than what an than what a regular playthrough would entail. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Uh, um, I think Celeste wins this category. I think Into the Breach. I think Celeste and Dead Cells both have a better chance than Into the Breach. I would vote Dead Cells over Celeste, but I think Into the mm. Breach is a sneaky pick for this. I, I don't think, think I don't I, think enough people will have played Return of the Oberdin yet, and the Messenger I, I has what it has. I don't think yeah, that think, has a crowd as big as any of the first three. Yeah, I think Celeste and Dead Cells um, made more of an impact when they came out. More people talking about it. I don't hear it. I, I still hear people talking about Dead Cells. I don't hear anybody talking about Celeste. I still hear people talking about Into the Breach. Well, yeah, C- Celeste, it's it's a finite thing. Dead Cells, you have all the runs you can do, yeah. but Celeste got like t- tens. Everywhere. Yeah, no, I know. So, so uh, it's it's no slouch. Yeah, I'm not suggesting. Um, that. Next up, games for impact. We have eleven, eleven, memories retold, Celeste, Florence, Life is Strange two, episode one, and the missing JJ McField and the Island of Memories. I've only played Florence. Have you? I, I feel like I'm surprised I haven't played Life is Strange 2 yet. Would it would it surprise you that despite my hap around my my, my hap my hype around Captain Spirit, I have no desire to play Life is Strange uh season no, that two? No, doesn't it doesn't shock me that much. No. It's weird. Just weird. Um I would really like Florence to win, but I don't think it will. I think Celeste um, will win just because it's the game like the game most people will play. Yes, or Life is I Strange. Agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got best performance, and I really want to say there's a clear winner here. There should be. I disagree. I disagree. Maybe two. Go. Maybe go. two. Uh, Brian Deckard is Connor in Detroit: Become Human. Christopher Judge is Kratos mm-hmm. in God of War. Uh, I don't know how to say this name. Uh, uh, Melisanthe Mahout. Okay. As Cassandra in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. God. I- I want to play that game so much. God. Dude, I bring my laptop. I have the thing, the the streaming thing. You can play oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Roger Clark is Arthur Morgan, and Yuri yep. Lowenthal as Peter Parker. I think Christopher I Judge should win it, and I think Roger Clark would be second in terms... I, I'm just talking purely in terms of quality performance. I think those are the two best ones. I think there has never been a better voice actor for Peter Parker than Yuri Lowenthal. I thought he was the quintessential Peter Parker. I would vote for Yuri Lowenthal. It was a surprise how good he was. He's good in most things he does, but he is now my like head canon Peter Parker voice. Um, and that's fine. As someone, yeah. I I just think as, so much of what made like so much of what made Kratos like his evolution over the course of God of War and like in changing and redefining his character. A lot of that is chalked up to the delivery. Uh, Christopher yeah. Judge no, I agree of making with you. that believable, of making a Kratos who could get down and you know talk to his son and you know in that kind of whispery dad voice and just be like you know we have to be better and have that yeah. emotion and really sell that like Kratos is genuine, like he is half the reason Kratos is even worth a damn at this point, and the other half is you know the 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 game and the writing, but like Christopher Judge was perfect as. Kratos I like yeah he and God of War 1 through 3 and all those games are great and you know 
I, unfortunately, off the top of my head, I can't remember the name of the voice actor. He was really good, though. But, like, Christopher Judge is my definitive Kratos at this point. It, 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 and it's not even close. Yeah, I think Yuri Lowenthal should win by a hair. Um, but I think either Chris Judge or Rockstar Games will win this category. Um, Roger Clark, uh, granted, I haven't played a huge, huge amount yet. He, I'm, I'm impressed, though. He's good. Yeah, He's doing a good job. Yeah, and I haven't played Odyssey, obviously. So I've heard of the two. She is by far the best one of the main characters. I've heard she. Oh yeah, if I play it, I'd pick her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Next up, best audio design: Call of Duty Black Ops Four, Forza Horizon Four, God of War, Marvel Spider Man, and Red Dead Redemption Two. This is a this is a weird one. Yeah, this is tough. Uh, Call of Duty has some damn good gun sounds. Uh. God of War was also really good. Like, I think, like, when I saw this the first time and I saw God of War, I was like, God of War, really? And then, like, you think of, like, the world serpent talking and stuff. And then it's like, yeah, yeah, you know what? That had some pretty good sound design. Yeah, even though I've put in not a whole lot of time, I'd probably put in Red Dead I I was thinking the same thing. I'd probably give it to Red Dead. Just for all of the just ambient sounds and people walking by and all this stuff. Yeah. Um... I'd, I'd give it to him. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Next next up. Best score. There is a notable Clear. omission here. Clear winner for me, but yep. There is a notable omission. The Bungie game did not get nominated. Mm. Forsaken should be on here. Forsaken had there's damn also, good music. There's also six here instead of five. <gasps> Excuse me. And yet none of them are Forsaken. It's crazy. Yeah. For- Who are the nominees? Celeste. Yeah. Uh, composed by Alina Rain. God of War. Mm-hmm. Composed by Bear McCreary. Marvel Spider-Man by John Pisano. Yeah, sure. I would assume. Um, that's that's what I'd go okay. with. Okay. Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdoms. I'm gonna, is that uh, the one for you? No, it's not. Oh, okay. I love Joe Hisaishi, though. His Nino Kuni 1 soundtrack... There are multiple songs in my favorite video game soundtrack playlist. Okay, from then, the first then game. I think it's the next one. Octopath. It is the yeah, next Octopath one. Octopath Traveler. It was uh, the best part of that game. Yasunori Nishiki? Yeah. Yeah, I yep. did it. Uh, and Red Dead Redemption 2 by Woody Jackson. I'd give it to Octopath. The music in that game was phenomenal. It was the best part of the game. Um, I don't yeah, really have an opinion on this. I haven't been like blown away by any of the music in Red Dead. God of War does have like that one like really like chilling yep. track all the way through with like the the angry chanting monks, and that's yeah, yeah. real good and like mm. menacing. But uh, I can't like the rest of the soundtrack. Like I could listen to that, but I would not sit down and be like, let me put on the God of War soundtrack while I write something. You know, I would not do yeah, that. Yeah. I, I I don't really know. I wasn't blown away yeah. by any of Spider Man stuff. I except I did like the swinging. In Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why is there not a best swinging category where there's just six Spider-Men? Yeah, right? Tobey Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I really don't have a horse in this race. That's fair. So I guess I'd we say God of War because I really like that one track a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. there's, other good, yeah, well, there's other good music in that game, though. There definitely is. Yeah. I just don't know what it is, and that's the first track. <laughs> Yeah. Next up is another tough one. Um, I wish I have actually seen the last game, but um, 
Best Art Direction, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, Octopath Traveler, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Return of Oberdin. Okay, so I have conflicts with this one as well. Mm, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Yes, I understand it's a very pretty game, but is that really art direction when you're trying to make it look realistic and, like, you know, wherever it is, like... Yeah, I don't. I don't I think agree with that. That's a weird fit on that li- on this. That's list. a technical accomplishment and not an artistic yeah. one. Okay, I would agree. I'm with glad that. we're in agreement on that. God of War is my vote. Um, God of War is probably my vote, followed closely by Octopath. God of War won me when I walked into that area carrying that pig and was assaulted by colors. Yeah, but I mean. It's- the thing everyone talked about with Octopath was the visual style. Right, and I so get I that. Totally and see and, that and I respect that, but God of War is yeah. 100% my vote. Yeah, yeah. I would be fine with either God of War or Octopath, to be honest. Yeah. Um, next up. Best narrative. Mm. We've got Detroit Become Human by Quantic Dream. We've got God of War by Sony Santa Monica. Life is Strange 2, Episode 1. I have conflicts that's with that. Weird... I have conflicts yeah, with that being that's... there. I just, yeah, 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 me too. Marvel Spider-Man uh, by Insomniac and Red Dead Redemption 2 by Rockstar. Rockstar will win the day. God of War is my vote. Yeah. God of War is my vote as well. God of War um, was excellent. That was a masterclass oh, in storytelling. The twist at the end. Oh my God. It's so good. Oh, so good. It's so, so good. good. The whole game is so good. <laughs> it's so good. I'm really like, oh. at first, like, there was a little bit where I was like, I don't know, maybe it's too easy to just say, like, God of War, definitely, but I'm coming back around, and I'm like, maybe God of War is the best game this year. <laughs> yeah. Man. Well, next, n- next category leads with a weird choice. <laughs> best game direction. They could have not leave it to last. put him on here. Uh, Detroit Become Human, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2, and A Way Out. God of War. 100%. Probably God of War. Rockstar might win this, but I think God of War did just enough to sneak this one out. I feel like... Actually, you know what? Mm. Of the two, I think God of War has the better chance and best narrative because most people aren't going to play the narrative in Red Dead. They're going to run around and shoot people. Um, Red Dead has a better chance in this category, I believe. But regardless, God of War is my vote for both. Yeah, it... It's it's a rough year for Spider-Man to come out because I think Spider-Man. It's, I know you will disagree. I think Spider-Man um, is on par with those other two games. I like in the terms swinging of overall quality. Um, but I, yeah, God of War probably I, I would vote for, but Spider-Man would be close for me. And then a way out, I would just laugh at off the stage. Yeah. Um, best best ongoing, ongoing game. game. Destiny Two, Fortnite. No Man's Sky, Overwatch, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Good category. Uh, Fortnite will win. Destiny 2 is my vote. And No Man's Sky is a a nice thing to be talking about, uh, you know, after what happened. (laughs) Yeah. After the incident. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. And I've just continued to hear great things about Siege. But um, I'm petrified to jump in at this point. I was talking to Mark the other day, and he said, don't be surprised if Siege sneaks this one out. Hmm. I could see it. Yeah. Honestly. Overwatch is uh, the only then, game on here that I feel like is on mostly like a downward trend just because that meta is so bad. Yeah. Well, why don't you read off the last category and we'll get out of here? 
Yeah, this one's weird just because, like, I don't feel like this game doesn't belong per se. It's just weird when you read it next to all these other games. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. This is for Game of the Year. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Celeste, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World, Red Dead Redemption 2. Celeste, like, you read it and it's like, what? Like, just I mean, when you look the, in the context yeah. of the other AAA games up there, but I don't, like, I, I'm i not going to dispute that it does not belong, you know? Or I'm not going right, to dispute right, right. that it does belong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Now, That's we, should strong, preface strong this, we should preface this and say this is not indicative of what our selections will be at the end of the year. Yep. This is with, Well, it will be of Chris, yes. No, but I mean, me, it's up in the air. No, it's... Listen, man, I have other games. <laughs> I, I might shock you. Mm. Since I'm talking about God of War, and I vividly remember God of War, and that's a huge credit. Yeah. Right now, I would say God of War. Yep. But let's uh, see what happens when I play more Red Dead. Yeah, right now, I would say Spider-Man. So. And... That's the Game Awards. Yeah, so uh, those are your winners. Make your bets now, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we got to get out of here because my headset's dying. Oh, good. Um, so we should wrap this up. Yeah, so thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, as always, you can check out the site. We're going to have new stuff going up. Uh, game of the year is coming. I am putting together a crew. We're going to have more than just Ross and I on those podcasts. We are going to make this fun. I promise. Mm. But, um, so look forward to that. That's coming. We're going to start talking more about that as we get closer to December and we narrow down exactly how we're going to run it. But, um, yeah, that should be fun. We're going to have some more stuff going up. Uh, I got a thing I'm working on for destiny Two. Uh, I've also got another, as I said, the Madden final say is going to be up in the next day or two, uh, or maybe early next week. You got anything coming? um, I I might write kind of like a, like an early, early impressions article for, uh, Thronebreaker, the Witcher tales. Um, cause I've put like six or seven hours into it. Um, and there was a new story that CG project red said it did not, has not sold as well as anticipated. I was just about to say, I saw that earlier too. Yeah, but um, I've been having a lot of fun with it, so I'm going to try to get something written up about it and put it up on the site. I've been taking screenshots. All right, perfect. Sounds good. And um, and we should have something for Diablo coming up soon, right? I imagine. Yeah, probably. I, I can yeah. take that if it's easier. I've been taking screenshots. Uh, we'll figure, yeah, it, we'll out. figure it out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. As always, uh, we're, we're happy to have you here. Always. Always. See you on the next one.